we share these stories because we feel an obligation to speak out and we've been asked over and over when people hear this information why we didn't speak out sooner or why more doctors aren't speaking out. So we just want to share with you the pressure that doctors are under to tow a particular line that's being told to us. There is real professional and personal costs to not doing, you know, not following the group think and we just want to share that experience with you. Um, and as we just heard, one of our own doctors wasn't able to get a medication that he thought could potentially be life-saving for his own father. Um, a medication that you can just pick up off the shelves in much of the world, which is really very sad. A sad I don't know what you would have done if he had been COVID positive and you had that information. It's just terrible. Anyway, there's many ways to silence physicians, so we're going to hear from our next colleague, Dr. Tudaro. Uh, good morning, everyone. I'm uh, Dr. James Tadaro. I'm a residency-trained ophthalmologist, and I've been deeply investigating COVID-19 since about February of this year, and really took on, I'd say, a much more central role uh, after co-authoring, I guess, the, the first widely disseminated paper uh, on hydroxychloroquine as a potential treatment uh, for COVID-19. Um, many of you may have heard of this document. It was the one that was tweeted out by Elon Musk to his 34 million followers, and then just a few days after the president was talking about hydroxychloroquine to the nation. Uh, since then, we know that there's been a, a substantial amount of evidence now showing hydroxychloroquine to be not just safe, which we already knew, but also effective. And there are many ongoing clinical trials still today. Yet if you were to try to read that original document that we published, you wouldn't be able to. Um, after millions of views, about a week after it's published, Google took it down for violating its terms of service. Um, and it's still down to this day. A couple months later, I wrote another article called The Study Out of Thin Air. This was the article about the Lancet study that was published discrediting hydroxychloroquine. It was kind of a little bit of a deep dive into Surgisphere, which was what we know now, the Shell Corporation that provided this, uh, it's a most likely fabricated data set. Uh, there were reports that people messaged me saying that Facebook continually took down the link to the article. And uh, later, they allowed the link because it turned out to all be true, of course, and that study was formally retracted just a couple days later. Um, this degree of censorship is happening to not just physicians, but people everywhere on social media platforms. We have the CEO of YouTube who openly stated that anything that was said on YouTube that was against the advice of the World Health Organization, which we all know has made a number of mistakes throughout this pandemic, uh, was subject would be subject to censorship. Um, we know that uh, Mark Zuckerberg said the similar thing on Facebook. And, um, you know, this is incredible, and it, it kind of goes to what Dr. Erickson was talking about earlier about the American Republic. Because with the pandemic, with the fear of this pandemic, in the matter of just weeks, we, with, with the mandated stay-at-home laws, with rules against public gatherings, we really lost the right to peaceably assemble. So people naturally go to social media platforms, even more so than before, to communicate with one another, to get messages out and learn. Um, and then we're censored there, eroding our, our ability to have free speech. And so what we've seen is in the matter of just a couple of weeks, uh, really some of the most fundamental rights of the American Republic being taken away from us. And I think it's incredibly important for Americans to, to resist the loss of these several liberties.